following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Gentlemen, welcome back. Our apologies for a little bit of uh, lateness today. It's been a bit of a chaotic week. Let's be fair, guys. The NFL Draft just finished. Welcome back to Fantasy Beasts and Where to Find Them. I am your host, Mr. Kyle Ranney, joined, as always, uh, by my co-host, Jason. Good afternoon, good morning, good whatever you're listening to this. And our draft <laughs> specialist, uh, Gary. Gesundheit. I, don't, I think that means God bless you in German, but... Uh, Guys, you know, we've got our own room going here. Uh, we may have to start charging rent, something along those lines. But um, Spare change. <laughs> spare change for the poor. Guys, it was a long weekend. Jason fought through food poisoning. Um, we drove to Pittsburgh. Y- y'all went to Pittsburgh. Jason fought through food poisoning. We still got eight and a half hours of streaming done. We're well on our way to becoming uh, a Twitch affiliate, so that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, I did almost get sick while we were on air, but... <laughs> you almost got sick while we were on there, air and while we were recording another episode of our show. Um, but guys, I seriously thank you guys both so much for how well this uh, this turned out, how much work you guys did, and how well we really all meshed as a team on the air. But now it's time to talk about results. It was, uh, I will be the first, I think, to say most teams had a pretty damn good draft. Yeah. A couple stumpers, a couple a couple teams that are just, like, straight butt cheeks. Not good. Yeah, and there weren't any, like, I would say, like, super stunning what-the-heck-you-doing kind of picks, other than maybe New England taking um, a third-round graded guard, I think. Or was it a guard or a center? Uh, yeah, um, it was a, a mid-75 to 100 pick. Garden, cold, strange. But I'm, I mean, one of those things where it's like, um, I'm. What I mean by super surprising, where we don't see like a, hey, the Packers took a quarterback kind of thing, where they don't need one, or they didn't the take first a receiver, round. and That's Frank a, just lost his mind. That Cole Strange is a Belichick kind of pick, though. He's those weird picks that he likes to take. It's one of those things where I feel like he's a good enough player, and it's, I think if he had played against better talent, he would have been. It wouldn't have been a surprise to people. I don't think it's going to be a surprise that he's there, that he's end up if he ends up being a good player. But it's that situation of like, wow, why did you take this guy? The Rams were pissed off. The Rams thought nobody else did their tape on him. The Rams were hoping they'd get him off the board in the third round. Yeah, and they were hoping he'd last that long. And I mean, their first pick was in the third round, so that's that's saying they wouldn't have been shocked to have seen him gone in the fir- in the second. I actually realized, looking back, I mocked him in the high second in mm-hmm. my last mock. So I'd have to look. I, I definitely think I mocked him probably in the third as well, or, or late second. He would have been probably like in my late second or third. But guys, uh, so I'm going to kind of try to pull up what we've got here. We'll start alphabetically. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals 
spent their first round pick uh, in a trade of Baltimore, so technically you can consider draft capital being Hollywood Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went and got Trey McBride, tight end. Jason, I know you're a fan of him. Yeah, I love that guy. Uh, defensive end Cam Thomas from San Diego. Uh, stout, stout pass rusher, but again, not great competition. Defensive end uh, MyJ Sanders from Cincinnati. Running back Keonta Ingram in the sixth. Guard Lasita Smith. In the sixth, and then a bunch of seventh rounders, uh, Christian Matthew, quarterback out of Valdosta, uh, outside linebacker Jesse Lucetta from Penn State, and guard Marquise Hayes from Oklahoma. They covered all but one need. Yeah. In terms of draft capital, because on ESPN it said all five of their needs were outside linebacker, running back, guard, corner, and receiver. Yeah. And it only doesn't have receiver highlighted. But they already went and got Hollywood. They probably could have used a, a backup quarterback at some point because of the questions with Kyler wanting a new contract. I don't think Kyler will hold out, but um, there's he did have injury bugs last year. And with Kyler not playing, they're kind of a different team. Um, so they probably could should have at some point go on and probably have grabbed like a backup guy. But that's just my opinion on that. Yeah, um, I mean... I think what they did is is the best situation, though, to keep Kyler happy. Mm-hmm. You got him another receiver, yep. one that he knows very well in Marquise Brown. You got him Trey McBride, who, Jason, I mean, you, you thought off off the cuff he was the best receiving tight end in the class. Yeah, best receiving tight end in the class. A good weapon for Kyler there to check downs, throws even, that he could just make. Even if he's not right away your top guy, he's still going to learn from Zach Ertz, and you've got two years of Ertz before yeah. you have to turn the ball or turn it over to him. And they still have Max Williams for a year, I think. Yep. Yeah, and he I mean, a, he had a he's a veteran. catching ability. For he, a he had 90 guy. catches for over so, 1,100 yards. His only thing he missed last year was touchdowns, which he's had every other year of his career. Um, they had an issue in the on the interior. Uh, they had some problems with guard last year in Arizona, mm. but Lasita Smith and Marquise Hayes, both at one point in time, had moved their way up the draft board to being potential top 100 players. So, like, I got no gripes. I think Arizona had a good draft. Yeah. Um, Atlanta, uh, an interesting draft. Drake London, wide receiver in the first. Arnold Abiketti, uh, edge in the second. Troy Anderson, linebacker slash everything in the second. Uh, quarterback Desmond Ritter in the third. Edge, D'Angelo Malone out of Western Kentucky in the third. Tyler, actually, I don't know. I said interesting. I, I guess I didn't realize how well they drafted. Running back Tyler Algeyer in the fifth. Uh, guard Justin Schaefer from Georgia in the sixth. And tight end John Fitzpatrick from Georgia in the sixth. They went with a lot of talent from a winning team in Georgia. Mm-hmm. They got what, Gary, you and I thought was the best receiver in the class with Drake London. Yep. Abiketti is going to have to prove it. He was, he was one of the lower-graded guys, albeit being from a top school in Penn State. But... You got Troy Anderson who can play everything. We talked about that on the air. This is the kid who had 21 rushing touchdowns two years ago and has converted a linebacker. You got Desmond Ritter, who most people booked as a top 15 pick, although we didn't necessarily believe it, in the third. Yeah, I'm not huge on Desmond Ritter. I mean, they might be eating that pick just because they took him over Malik Willis. I don't know whatever happened. I don't know what happened with Malik Willis. I don't know if there was something that happened before the draft and teams were shying away from him. I guess I see from the other side, though, in terms of comparables, Malik Willis is not going to be a Marcus Mariota style player. He's going to be more Russ Wilson. Right. In terms of who's similar and maybe a better talent than Marcus Mariota, 
it's kind of Desmond Ritter. So I guess if you're going to have him learn from anybody, that might be the best situation. Yeah. You're already running an offense fit for Mariota. Yeah. It's a shoe, and if he goes down, Ritter should have no problem stepping over. He needs to fix the their the issues. Best pick though outside of um, Drake London in the first is definitely Allegaier. Yeah, just because I mean they got is, did Patterson sign for a year Patterson or two years? Patterson signed for two years, but Patterson was never. To be fair, Patterson was never the starting running back. Mike Davis wasn't, as you like to say, his booty cheeks. Yeah, his booty cheeks. Um, and they released him. Um, and Patterson's not like the typical running back style. They do a lot with him. He, he will run the ball, but they like to throw him the ball. And Allegaier is going to be their change of pace guy. And he's going to get the carries that Mike Davis would have gotten and probably would have done more with if Mike Davis was talented. I saw an article referred to him in the best way possible, and I want this man to succeed now. They called him a bowling ball rolling downhill while on fire. <laughs> and I just so desperately want Tyler, Tyler Allegaier to be even better than we already liked him. Yeah. Um, He's got a hell of a nose for the end zone. I think that's going to be their, their most productive immediate pick outside of possibly Drake London, but we know that there's kind of a learning curve in the pros. I think he's going to get a ton of short carries and a lot of goal line carries. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy where if you are in a dynasty league and people are sleeping, he's well worth your, your third third round if he's available for damn sure. Mm-hmm. Second round pick if he's there, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, Justin Schaefer, a guard on a starting national championship team. In the sixth round. The D'Angelo Malone pick's fun, too. He's not necessarily, like, the top-end talent, but he had all the measurables and just played at Western Kentucky. So, yeah. Atlanta, actually, I would probably give them, like, an eighth. He covered every basis. Yeah, and, and a guy, uh, I can't, you just said his name, but I'm terrible with remembering it, who can play any position on a defense is... Troy Anderson? Troy Anderson well, can even be so, Troy Anderson, measurable. Troy Anderson can fill in as your emergency quarterback... And run the ball. So there so, you go. Like just that pick alone kind of helps you everywhere, all over your your team. But so. yeah, I mean Atlanta did pretty well. Uh, out of the next one, honestly, might have been the winners of the draft. And I hate saying that because none of us here are fans of them. But the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, they had a great draft for um, a team that I don't. The like. only thing they really am- or ignored completely was wide receiver. Oh, I was going to say quarterback. No, well. <laughs> No, because like that's the thing is, I think they're just gonna run four wide, t- four tight end sets. I didn't even realize this, Gary. We were talking when they picked up Isaiah Likely. Yeah. Did you know they also took Charlie Kohler in the same round? Um, I not, I didn't know it was the same round. Yeah, but... I didn't even know they took Charlie Kohler. Like you've got Mark Andrews. <laughs> Clearly, he's very good at throwing tight ends. So what do you do? You just keep adding and just keep adding tight ends. Like, yeah. They got Kyle Hamilton at 14, which should have never happened. That's going to go down as in history as a steal of the draft. Mm-hmm. You went and got the best center in the draft in Tyler Linderbaum. You added David Ojabo, which I didn't know this until later on. Ojabo has ties to the team already. Uh, Odafe away from Penn State from last year, who they drafted, was Ojabo's boarding school roommate. Yeah, and the only reason he went where he did was, was the torn Achilles. Torn Achilles, yeah. So you had, you had Odafe away last year, who they wanted to teach more. They gave him a year, and he was incredibly productive in the back half. And you have Ojabo, who's going to need to get his feet wet coming in off the Achilles. Another situation, hey, he was a boarding school kid. He didn't play a lot of football. Oh, so you're telling me we can do the same thing we did with Odafe? Let him just kind of take care of it and learn? Master class. Yeah, they uh, they took a lot of what's the, what the board gave them. Yes. They, they didn't really reach for anything, and they took 
basically the best available. Speaking of what the board gave them, defensive tackle Travis Jones, who many people called the poor man's version of the top defensive tackle Jordan Davis, mm-hmm. in the third round. A team that already very much so loves that run-stuffing defensive tackle has not had it since Haloti Nagata left. Yeah. You're going to give them that in the third? Like, like, like I I hate, I, I will emphasis hate the Ravens. I can't stop glowing about this draft class. Yeah. This draft class makes them look phenomenal. Uh, Daniel Falele, the offensive tackle, fifth, fifth pick in the fourth round. Did they take a receiver? Not one. Not one. Daniel Falele in the th- or first pick of the fourth round, or fifth pick of the fourth round, a dude who is a mountain of a... Let me steal your competitive eating nickname. He's a meat mountain. Um, <laughs> Maybe they turn likely into a receiver. I'm almost thinking the same thing because when you said that, I started thinking, like, oh, he's because that would make, athletic. That would make more sense why they took Kohler and Likely in the same round. And yeah. Likely's not massive. Likely was, I think, what, 6'3", six, six, three, six, three, six, but he and, wasn't... But he, he runs so yeah, fast. Yeah, he, he wasn't, like, uh, he's, what, like 240, 250? Yep. They, they continued with their Bama connection. They went and got Jalen Armour Davis, who was the top cornerback with Alabama last year. Didn't get the time to ever produce. Stuck behind Patrick Certain. Comes out this year, has three interceptions, looks great, has the measurables. Another guy on that defense where they love to train kids up. We already talked to Detroit ends, Kohler, and likely. They took Jordan Stout. The world was up in arms. They took a kicker. Joke's on you. Jordan Stout can also punt. Yeah. So they took a punter who can kick in case you lose Justin Tucker. I, I mean, we already talked about Isaiah Likely. They went and got another running back in Tyler Beatty. That's an A-plus, man. Yeah. The Ravens killed yeah, him. We were huge on Beatty, but, I mean, in with how seventh. many times <laughs> But how many times have they lost running backs? They and need they had nothing left yeah, on they the need, roster. They need as many as they can get. Uh, but lost, yeah, lost receivers too. Well, they, they don't even have a receiver at this right point. now. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't name. Do they even sign a receiver? I mean, that's the thing though. They have Rashad Bateman and Rashad Bateman. Yeah, <laughs> they lost Watkins. Yeah, they lost they Watkins. Lost Hollywood. Hollywood. They they caught Miles Boykin. They've got James Prochi. They don't have Willie Sneed. Nope. He went to the Ravens that's or not I, I or guess the Raiders. The thing, if you wonder, because. Spoiler alert! Here we're going to talk a little bit about this next episode. He might not be there anymore, but he did go to the Raiders last season. Sneed, I think they might have yeah, caught him. No, you're correct. That is that was. But spoiler alert: Does Baltimore really start making a play to play to to play chess in the division now? And do they get Jarvis Landry? Mm, I mean, you've you've learned that Lamar throws better to slot receivers. Marquise lined up very well in the slot. He likes to throw up the middle. Jarvis Landry is a hell of a player. I mean, he's that's also scumbag. that's also a, a Cole Beasley the catch across the middle landing spot. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, it's not like there aren't receivers still out there. I don't know if OBJ's fit for them just because he still has how long to come back from this torn ACL. I think OBJ wants a winning like a he know not that the Ravens aren't a winning team, but I think he's a I want a Super Bowl contender like now kind of thing. I don't. I think not. I don't think the Ravens are. Um. Not good, but I don't think they're there yet. I don't, they're not yeah, they're getting there. They're getting there, but they're just not. They're not like a yet. Chiefs. They're not a Tampa. They're not a, a Buffalo. A Buffalo. They're not a Green Bay. They're right on the yeah. cusp. They need a few receivers I'll, t- I'll there, tell you this. This was the this was the move though. Their their draft class is an A plus. Uh, I know everybody glows about the Bills and the Eagles. I think Baltimore. In my opinion, Baltimore won the draft. But we can talk about the Bills now. Uh, yeah. We'll make a quick rundown here. Cornerback Kyir Elam in the first round. They traded up. It was their only love that pick. First round grade left. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delvin Cook's little brother, James Cook, out of Georgia, in the second. 
Baylor's linebacker, Terrell Bernard, in the third. There were people from CBS saying the Bills had the worst draft. I don't know I if you saw that. I heard a lot of people actually put praise on them, and then it was all the internet critics that were like, well, it was like a CBS beating. always gives the Bills They the gave us 31 out of 32 teams. The wide receiver, Khalil Shakir, uh, out of Boise. Punter, Matt Areza, a.k.a. the punt god, a.k.a. we can't keep calling him that because now he's pissed. Uh... Cornerback Christian Benford out of Villanova, offensive tackle Luke T- or Tenuta out of Virginia Tech, and linebacker Balin Specter out of Clemson. Uh, I mean, obviously off the off the jump, the Bills' biggest issue right now is that they're going to need a t- uh, cornerback. We don't know how long Trey's going to be out with the torn ACL still into the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. You got a six foot two guy who runs a four three six at, at Ky- in Kyer Elam. As long as he can adjust to the pros. You already hit it out of the park there. Yeah, you have the, the, uh, the rumor was that number two. The rumor was that apparently the Bills were going to trade out of the first round um, if he was gone. If he was gone, and then go Brees Hall early in the second, and then apparently because he fell so late, that's why they traded up for him because they were like, oh well, this is the last guy we and have. It rated. only cost them a four a fourth round pick. Fourth round pick, right? Um, the James Cook pick. I don't know if you guys have had time since we talked about it to watch more of his tape. A little bit, but not a ton. I'm intrigued with how this offense is going to run now under Ken Dorsey versus Brian Dable. When we watched him, we watched a lot of him running, Mm -hmm. correct? Right. But there wasn't a ton of it. So I found the Michigan, and I think it was Tennessee, I sent you guys those two games. I saw on more than one occasion per game. They like to motion him out of the backfield, mm-hmm. have an offset where nobody's out wide right, and kick him full wide right as a receiver. Yeah. It forces the linebacker to go out into the or out into the far or into the far out to go with him on a streak route, and the linebackers had no business covering him. I think this and is they what blew they up those constantly. This is what they were looking for with the McKissick signing. Yes. And I think pass catching back, a pa- like the pass catching but back, even right? Even beyond a pass catcher, it's it's not like I I still feel like with McKissick, oftentimes you got McKissick. Duke Johnson, they're a flat and a bubble type back. Mm-hmm. You, you get him the ball and they make something work out of nothing. He can do that, but he also will go run a crisp receiver right. route. Yeah. He had one, I want to say it was the Michigan game, where he actually caught a fade in the end zone. Like, mm-hmm. like took a streak 30 yards and went up and over the dude like a receiver would. Like, and he does have some some nice like one-cut style running. He's very fast. It's just, again, very limited tape. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terrell Bernard, interesting pick. Almost like Matt Milano on steroids when it comes to getting sacks. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, they liked Matt Milano so much they went and got another one. That's yeah, literally that's, what they did. That's what you want to do, especially since Matt Milano the last season or so has had some hamstring issues. I think what I like even more is if he benefits and works out well, and you know it's an obvious passing down, you can switch your, your moves around, fill him in and run the two undersized backers, mm-hmm. and pull Tremaine. I love Tremaine Evans. We're all part of the Tremaine Evans love club. We don't really oh, yeah. hate on him that much. But we can all admit that he's right. not great in coverage. I was going to say, I, I, I don't hate him, but I wish you did a little bit more. But that's it. So if you want to offset that and make him better at what he's good at, and then you're probably going to make him better because he's not on the field all three downs, mm-hmm. you can switch in Bernard in those obvious third down situations as, as your cover linebacker if need be. Right. Yeah. Um, Khalil Shakir, being said there were teams that were calling him pissed, I really wanted him. This is a guy who, give it a year or two, he could pan out as a very good piece for Buffalo. Uh, Matt Areza. They said as a left-footed punter, it's a whole other game of Buffalo, and you benefit from it. Yeah, the cold weather. The cold weather and the spin of the ball from the way the, the only thing I'm worried about is he's ball. only punted in warm weather. He's he punted in what is it, San Diego State? San Diego State. Um, and he's I believe he's only had one year of punt experience, but 
he's going to be a guy you're going to be able to teach. Um, I'm excited to see what the future holds for him. Yeah, but I mean, as long as he can, he's hold. just got to beat out Matt Hack. I mean, Hack's not. But he also he's, he's going to have to prove he can also hold. That's yeah, the thing. yeah they, he, I did see him. They say Couldn't that teach Rodriguez. <laughs> Yeah, I did see that he's been practicing it. Obviously, he doesn't have game experience, but it's good to see that he was practicing before the draft. Um, the only other real thing that I... the only I mean, I'm not going to really touch too much on Spectre and Tenuta. I'm intrigued by Benford. I don't know if you all saw anything really on him. I was very late when I know you all were no, we at were, the time. No, we were um, uh, in Pittsburgh were at the time. You were playing at the time. Yeah. Uh, he's 6'1", so like he's, he's pretty big for a corner. He had seven picks last year. Hmm. Granted, that's Nova. That's not yeah, a great right. division. But, seven but I mean, look seven at yeah, look at Teron Johnson. He's what Webster. Yeah, Webster State, and he developed very well. I'm glad I know that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think Buffalo had, I would say, a B plus to an A minus. I think they had a very good draft. Yeah, I think a lot of teams had a good draft though. But they covered. They did everything you wanted. They covered every big position you could possibly have a, a need at. I think this draft is better than last year's draft. I agree. Only because I don't think the Bills needed to go edge edge last year with Basham. I'd agree. I feel like they could have done something else instead of boogie bashing. But if that's a character thing, like we know Buffalo drafts for, and they went, hey, give him a full year, let him learn. He looked very good at the back half of the year. Yeah. Let him go home, let him train harder, let him find a way to train the NFL regiment, let's see him in a year or two. They might have stumbled on gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my favorite thing is these guys, you can tell, they want to come to Buffalo. They said they're ready to come to Buffalo. Where in years past, when we weren't as good as we are now, I think it was one like of those things, Buffalo. too where they were expecting not to re-sign Hughes and maybe him to take over Hughes' spot, but now we have Von Miller, yeah. so he's kind. it's kind of a wasted pick. But Yes, but yes, but no. Uh, you know Von Miller's older. They're going to use that rotation. They always do. Um, speaking of older, Matt, uh, Mario Addison signed in Houston. Ooh, um, next pick, former Mario Addison team. Interesting draft. For having very little picks, they actually got quite a bit of talent here. Uh, Carolina, they picked six overall. They took... Iggy or Iki Ekwanu, offensive tackle. In the third round, they traded up and they made some things happen here. They did get Matt Corral. You were, we didn't really like him, but he's a third round pick. Right. I'm I mean, happier about in the that third than round. a first rounder. Yeah, definitely happier to see him. I don't think he's beating player. out Sam Darnold <laughs> unless they go and trade for Baker. Um, fourth round, they went and got Brandon Smith out of Penn State. That's intriguing. A guy with only one year of. Production because he was behind Micah Parsons. Yeah, uh, they got a Mari Barno, uh, off or outside linebacker from Virginia Tech. A little bit unknown, but he has a he is one of the fastest first steps in college football. He's great at being able to get the rush if he executes his moves. You have teach kid up, but he's got the building blocks. Uh, they got Cade Mays out of Tennessee guard. He's a decent pick, and they got Kalen Barnes, a cornerback from Baylor. Fun fact on him: he was the fastest cornerback in league history. At the t- at the forty yard dash, hmm. you added speed, you added some talent. I mean, if nothing else, if your hope is, hey, we're gonna keep Christian McCaffrey healthy, yeah, you, aggressive went, run you went and got the most aggressive run blocker in the draft in in Icky Equano. Yeah, but I think that's really it. like it wasn't a star sort of draft. Yeah, cool, they got like Matt Corral, but again, he's a third round pick. The chances of him starting this year and being a real difference maker. Yeah, right. is he really gonna I, learn anything behind Sam Darnold? It depends on who your coaching staff is. It's a real thing. Yeah, and if he fits that system better, you never know. It doesn't. He doesn't have to learn behind Sam Darnold to take Sam Darnold's job. I mean, we also got to look at it too. Like Garoppolo's still available, so Garoppolo's going to be somewhere. We know that the concern on Garoppolo, I guess, and I didn't even realize this. He underwent surgery. Yeah, he underwent so- surgery on his non-throwing shoulder, so he can't even start throwing for another couple months. 
Granted, non throwing, you think, oh, well, you know what? Like, like they've got him on, on the still, IR. He's yeah, it's still of... a serious thing. I mean, look at uh, who was it? Um, Dak. It was Dak's non throwing shoulder, and he couldn't do much until almost halfway into training camp. Yeah. Uh, next team, though, like Carolina was yeah, decent. They didn't have a lot. They took a lot of trades last year. Chicago didn't have a first rounder, didn't help Justin Fields at all. Rebuilt the secondary very nicely, though. What most considered a first-round talent, Kyler Gordon from uh, Washington, goes to Chicago or Chicago in the second. I liked Kyler Gordon. I didn't hate Kyler Gordon. I thought that was going to be a pick that we were going to end up with, possibly in the second, because I thought we were going to. He was that later first-round talent. Yeah, and they got him in the second. Um, then they go and add Jaquan Brisker from Penn State, who's a very good safety. They worked on hey, we face Aaron Rodgers. We face Kirk yeah. Cousins, which we can laugh as, as much as we want, but Cousins threw for over 4,000 yards again last right. year. Right, Cousins gets it done, he's just not... And you always, face Detroit, right. but... Aaron Rodgers twice a year, you got to do something You're about doing it. something in the secondary, and with as little value as it did, they did pretty good. Uh, Vilas Jones Jr. was a real head-scratcher. A 25-year-old wide receiver who's had, like, 20 career catches and is a known specialty special teamer that's literally drafting, like... <laughs> you're drafting Andre Roberts currently. That's yeah, it. I don't know. That was that was weird. Unless it's just like, hey, you're playing special teams. We don't have any. We we need a David Putney. Yeah, David, goddamn Putney. Uh, the thing is, like, once that's done, a lot of their late round picks for guys you've never heard of. Fifth round was Braxton Jones out of Southern Utah. A lot of people were high on him due to his size. He didn't play at high, a high competition, but if you can teach him, you're gonna win. Dominique Robinson as well, outside linebacker, probably gonna have to fill in and see if he can take reps from Khalil Mack being gone. Mm-hmm. But then Zachary Taylor or Zachary Thomas from San Diego State tackle, uh, Tristan Ebner running back out of Baylor. He wasn't even the top Baylor running back on the board. We didn't even watch his film. I no, don't think. because Abe Smith took all the reps mm-hmm. there. Uh, Doug Kramer, center. I think that might be Aaron. Or no, it's Aaron Cromer, not Kramer. Uh, Jatire Carter, guard out of Southern. Uh, Elijah Hicks, safety out of Cal, and Trenton Gill, punter out of North Carolina State. It's not a great class. They definitely address no. needs at the top, but like, I, I'd give them like a C minus. I'd give them like a D plus. <laughs> they tried. <laughs> exactly, D plus. <laughs> you didn't do bad enough to fail, but you also didn't do good enough to get anything past a. I only reason I give them a C minus because I like Kyler Gordon. I Again, I like like I give him the D the D plus because like you Kyle Gordon or Kyler Gordon? Kyler Kyler yeah you took that many picks and you have three pick, or three picks out of like ten that I'm like oh you did pretty good uh, <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals had next to no picks they bulked up their what did they trade away though or what do they trade for they got rid of a sixth I think they but moved, I mean why don't they have any picks because I, I think they moved up the or the they moved up the draft board in the second, so I think they traded the six to move up in the second. Uh, but they had a first, a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth, and second. Oh, okay. I think they moved up in the fifth, too. They might, yeah, they, they had to give up next year's fifth to do that, I think. I think they had to move up. That's what it was. If I'm not mistaken, they gave up this year's fifth to move up in the second round, and then they gave up next year's fifth and this year's sixth to move up back into the fifth. Um, pick first round pick they go with Daxton Hill safety out of uh, Michigan fastest safety in the draft mm-hmm. interesting to see what he can do here the real intriguing fact here when we watched it when we covered it 
Round two, they took what was listed as cornerback Cam Taylor Britt out of Nebraska. Mm-hmm. He's listed as a safety now. Yeah, so huh. maybe they're moving him around. Uh, they also took Tyson Anderson out of Toledo, which is pretty good. I mean, you're pre- you're pretty well right there in Cincinnati. Also a safety. No cornerbacks on this roster now. They're all listed as safeties. You would think somebody would want to take away reps from, from Eli, Eli Apple. Apple. I, I somebody's going to go. allowing them to take reps away from Eli Apple. Somebody's going to have to get moved to corner. They can't have sixteen safeties. They they did take a defensive end, Jeffrey Gunter from Coastal Carolina in the seventh. They took Zachary Carter, D tackle from Florida. He's a guy who kind of fell down boards because Florida was straight cheeks last year. Yeah. Uh, they and, started. They almost beat Bama, though. Yeah, and Cordell Volson, tackle from North Dakota State. That's kind of like a C. It's an incomplete. Yeah, they didn't have much, but they did something. Cleveland uh, didn't get on the board until the third Cleveland. round. Then <laughs> Cleveland then had three picks in the first uh, thirty-five in the on, in the third round. Uh, they got kind of a steal. They did get Martin Emerson from Mississippi mm-hmm. State, six foot two, real real rangy corner. At uh, it's a really deep corner draft. Yes, very very solid corner draft. Uh, second round pick out of UAB, so uh, Alabama, Birmingham, Alex Wright, defensive end, mm-hmm. a guy who they said has all the tools, but you're gonna have to teach him up because he didn't play competition. Uh, David Bell, wide receiver out of Purdue in the third. Not a bad pick for the fact that they lost so much receiver. No, they tried to make him Rondell Moore, and he was not that type of receiver. Uh, They did really good with what they had. I will say that because they added Perrion Winfrey in the fourth. Mm -hmm. I really liked Perrion Winfrey on tape. The dude was everywhere. And at the Senior Bowl, he was one of the most productive players of the week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cade York, they took the first kicker off the board in the fourth round. Cade York from LSU. They got a running back in Jerome Ford, who had the most... One of the most rushing touchdowns in college football last year. Yeah. To add to two other really good running backs already in Cleveland. Uh, wide receiver Michael Woods from Oklahoma. I wonder if they're expecting to lose Kareem Hunt so very soon. I think Hunt's contract's up at the end of this year, so that would make sense. You teach so, yeah. him up. Replacing him with but they also have Demetric Felton, so. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Thomas. Maybe they're going to. Ooh. What if they ran Demetric Felton that slot receiver this year? They could. He was he, a receiver in, in college. He, he did play running back and receiver. He did a lot. Yes, he did. Uh, defensive end Isaiah Thomas, very productive. Out and of they, have, they have they they have a yeah that slippery pass rusher. That one kid that came up. He was yeah. Chubb. Uh, it's like it's something weird. I Ernest Johnson. Yeah, Ernest Johnson. And then they also had a Dawson Deaton, uh, center from Texas Tech. They didn't have a bad class or bad draft. But they didn't have a great draft. Yeah, another one of those C plus. Dallas, interesting draft. Uh, offensive tackle twenty four. Yeah, but like it's not a bad draft, but it's also like they tried. They did. Jerry good. Jones. They did good, and he then they started taking darts. He didn't do what I thought he was going to do. He didn't do the oh, this is pretty pretty shiny shiny. Let me draft this. He went with the big ugly in Tyler Smith at one. Did you see higher. he exposed his draft board like days before? Who did? Uh, Jerry Jones. I didn't see that. Yeah, he like showed the media. Oh, I thought that was the joke from when they had the film, and that was the 2021 draft board. It might have been, but I know he 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 did it. No, it was this because they said he had Kevion Thibodeau ranked at number one or something like that. I don't know. It was weird. Um, Tyler Smith though won Sam Williams, uh, outside linebacker from Ole Miss at two. Jalen Tolbert, we liked him, a bit of a small school guy, and kind of fits the mold well of uh. Losing Amari Cooper at three. Jake Ferguson, tight end at four. He can catch, but he's a really good blocking tight end. He mm-hmm. will fit perfectly into that number two role. 
another offensive tackle at Matt Willetsko at five. Darren Bland, cornerback out of Fresno State in the fifth. Damone Clark, linebacker out of LSU. Jerry really likes to take injured LSU linebackers. Yeah. <laughs> he took G well, he took Jabril Cox last year who had the injury heading in. He missed most of the first year. Speaking of Jerry, did you see before the draft he was talking shit about his son about oh he took Chaco and then I'm the one who drafted Micah Parsons. Like as if he's the, <sighs> like bro, way to throw your son under the bus. Yeah. Uh defense tackle John Ridgeway in the fifth and Devin Harper inside linebacker from Oklahoma State in the sixth. <sighs> I mean it's a lot of flyers. I like Jalen Tolbert. I think he'll he'll produce, but I don't know if it's a year one help. I think the only one that's going to immediately help them is going to be Tyler Smith out of Tulsa. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad class. It's not the normal Jerry Jones shiny new toy class, but mm-hmm. meh. Denver. Denver uh, might be replacing Von Miller with uh, with a second-round pick. Mm-hmm. They got Nick Bonito out of Oklahoma, who had, was a very good pass rusher. Yeah, uh, Bonito in the second. Tight end Greg Dolchich in the third. That'll be interesting with uh, Albert Okwagwanam being there and them having traded Noah Font. Yep. Quarterback Damari Mathis in the fourth, Gary. We kind of liked him. We saw him play out of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Mr. Uwen Zurich out of uh, Iowa State. I'm not even going to try to say that first name. Uh, Delarin Turner-Yell, safety out of Oklahoma. Montreal Washington, receiver out of Samford. Luke Wattenberg, center out of Washington, Matt Henningsen, defensive tackle out of Wisconsin, and Fayon Hicks, cornerback out of Wisconsin. Man, they must have watched a lot of Wisconsin tape this year. They must have. Uh, the the top of the class, Bonito, Dolchich, and Mathis, really, really nice. Yeah. Not any position of like, oh, it's going to be great for them, but also it's not like they had a first-round pick because they have Russ Wilson. Yeah, and I mean, they're filling some spots with him, like that wide receiver, Montel Washington. He also returns punts, so that's good for their special teams. He's fast, so might be a little short. What's going to be really nice for them as well is they didn't need a stud receiver. They needed depth. Right. I mean, they have... Jerry Judy. They got K.J. Hamler coming back. K.J. Hamler, Cortland Sutton. They have four guys who could probably start on most teams. Right. Yeah, Cortland Sutton is a baller when he's on the field. So is K.J. Hamler. So... Um, KJ Hamler no, was their burner I, last year. I think their biggest concern being, hey, let's get after the quarterback, and you go and add Nick Bonito in that situation. Uh, next one, Detroit. Detroit might have fallen in the trap here, Gary. They did go and take Aiden Hutchinson. They they took the shiny new toys. They took Jerry's approach. They took Aiden Hutchinson at two. They traded up from 32 to go get Jamison Williams from Bama. Mm-hmm. One they of those, go get uh, trio dudes, right? From Ohio State originally? No. No. No, Jameson Williams was Bama. Was he Bama? No, who, what, I thought he came from Ohio State. No. No. No, the trios, uh, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and Jackson Smith That's and Jigba. Right. That's right. Uh, Let's think of somebody else. Josh Paschal, defensive end. So they, they doubled on defensive end in yeah. the first uh, the first 50 picks. Kirby Joseph, safety from Illinois. Tight end James Mitchell from Virginia Tech. Inside linebacker Malcolm Rodriguez uh, from Ohio State. Outside linebacker James Houston from Jackson State and cornerback Chase Lucas from Arizona State. Here's the thing. The two linebackers I took are absolute boomer bust prospects. Mm-hmm. Rodriguez is super undersized, but this dude had over like 150 tackles last year. Right. James Houston was coached up by Coach Dion himself at Jackson State. That's Deion Sanders' boy. That's the yeah, guy yeah. we thought was the best player and should be a top three-round pick. They realistically should have taken a quarterback at some point in this draft. I know that they are putting their stuff in golf. I think that it's not that. 
I think they're hoping to see the rest of the Taylor and Ron Golf come together, and they're going to enter that race. You were correct on the air. Bryce Young is in next year's class. Okay. I think it's going to be Houston or Detroit in the race to see who gets the top quarterback of the 2023 mm-hmm. class. Yeah, it sounds like it's that's what it's going to end up being. It's going to be. I mean, you're putting all the receivers around it. You've made the moves. You've picked a good tight end in James Mitchell. You went and got Jamison Williams. What a better way to bring Bryce Young into, this, into the right. system than Indeed. give him his old receiver back. Um, Aiden Hutchinson's a bit of a shock. We'll see if that actually pans out, Gary. I mean, we talked about the short T-Rex arms. Right. I thought they should have went corner, but... I agree. In the first, um, or with, their, with second. I think they're really hopeful that uh, they can get their production back. Really think so. Um, he fits well in that defense with the because they're running the four three. So I didn't dislike it. I I'm glad they didn't go running back. I keep they're saying running backs a need. DeAndre Swift from healthy is a baller. And Jamar Jefferson solid. Jamar Jefferson as a seventh last year was good, and they still have Jamal Williams. Uh, but yeah, a B. I don't think it's a bad, gla- a bad class. They have a lot of upside talent. Yeah. But they also have a lot that can go wrong. Right. I mean, they're going to be picking top five at least next year still. Yeah. Only because of Goff's not good. <laughs> Green Bay with the ultimate head scratch. They needed a receiver. They needed a receiver. Watson or more. Watson or more. Watson or more. My favorite thing is all these Packers fans are so butter right now. They needed a receiver. Guess what? 2028, 20, they went and got Devonta Wyatt defensive tackle. Not a single receiver was drafted from 28 until 34. Realistically, I mean, look at it, though. Who's on the board at that point that you aren't going to be reaching for? And then they still got him by trading up in the second round anyways. Right. So, yeah. like, it was still doable. You didn't waste a first-rounder. You're not it, wasting your first round. You're using it on someone who's going to help your... I mean, you might have wasted your first-rounder or pick 22. Quay Walker at 22 is a wee bit of a reach. Yeah, but not as much as of like taking like Sky Moore. Or I mean, I thought Eric Stokes was wanted. a bad pick last year too. So did I. Uh, but now they'll have three former Georgia Bulldog starters on that Green Bay defense in Quay Walker, linebacker Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle, and Eric Stokes from last year. They went and got Christian Watson, wide receiver, second pick of the second round. He's got all the talent, but will it actually put together from North Dakota State to Green Bay? He's got big hands. Does he? That's what it says. Uh, guard Sean Ryan from UCLA in the third. They got Romeo Dubes, wide receiver. Gary, we laugh about that, but I don't also hate it. I mean, you got another kid who we hated the quarterback, and they kept right. saying, telling us he was going to be a third-round pick, and then he goes undrafted. Yeah. So clearly Carson Strong was not as good as all these these so-called experts. So saying, it's crazy know? how much the media talked up these quarterback classes, and then basically – it was complete opposite. Like the NFL just flopped with this quarterback class. I guess like don't listen to the big media at heads times. at all times. That's just like none of these guys watch film. They're always going to be like, Oh, this guy, or this guy, this guy. It's, I don't know. I just, it's all about the media I, hype. Really, I, like I can't the stand the, like the, just like the Trey, like last year, Trey Lance. So he's going to be so good. Blah blah blah. Look at all the, the touchdowns he threw. But nobody ever watches the film. Why no. he threw those touch? That, that it's just that stuff. You know, Car- Carson up. Strong is the next Josh Allen. Which well, is really funny you don't have this. hyped up the Desmond Ritter. Carson Strong is the same size as Josh Allen, but you don't watch his film. But he, it's even funnier. You watch like with the Christian Watson situation. Three years ago, the only year he would have played with um, Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything. Right. He did because they he didn't do anything with Trey Lance. He had six touchdowns last year, and everyone will go, Oh, Trey Lance just came out last year. No. 
They played spring ball. They didn't have a college year 2020 or 2021. That 2020 season was the spring ball without Trey Lance. And then you figure this year he had like a, he he had an outbreak. Um, I they got guard why. Zach Tom from Wake Forest. Bit a uh, bit tiny, but a, a, a good enough solid punch. They here's the thing: they, they took swings on defensive players late, who all have high upside. Kingsley and Abare out of South Carolina. Tariq Carpenter, inside linebacker. I'm intrigued by that because he was a safety originally, but he was a seventh rounder. Rashid Walker. Penn State offensive tackle. He might be able to step up and play. He's got the punch to be able to be a pro player. Uh, Samori Toure from Nebraska wide receiver and Jonathan Ford D tackle out of Miami. Green Bay, for those first two confusing picks, I would still give, I'd still give them a B or a B. Yeah, they filled some needs. They, they got filled their a receiver. ton of needs. They got two receivers. And they didn't reach for either of them, really. They got three receivers. And I think waiting on Romeo Dubes to almost be a fifth round pick was a huge pull. Uh, but that's not not a bad class. Uh, next up, Houston. Houston, very intriguing, very very reaching. Derek Stingley at three, Kenyon Green at fifteen, Jalen Petrie at five. Or Jalen Petrie in the second round. John Meech, John Meechie in the second round. Christian Harris in the third round. Damian Pierce in the fourth round. Thomas Booker D tackle from Stanford in the fifth. Tegan Quidoriano. Tight end for Oregon State. We know he's not going to take any reps from uh, from our boy Gary. Yeah, and, right. <laughs> uh, Austin Dukalis, offensive tackle from LSU. Here's the thing. If you notice one thing, Houston went with all power schools that have been talented schools. LSU, Baylor, Bama, Bama, Florida, Bama, or LSU. Like They went, hey, maybe our coaches can't train them, but at least they had good training before they mm-hmm. came here. Yeah. And they, even with that pick of uh, Derek Stingley Jr., that's a good cornerback that I wouldn't mind to come to Buffalo. So Stingley's big concern is he hasn't been the same player in two years, but if you're getting freshman year Derek Stingley back, he's absolutely worth oh, the yeah. third pick. Kenyon Green was hands down probably the best guard, but that's one of those things where you go, maybe they should have traded down again from 15 and got another second or third. Uh, Jalen Petrie, by most accounts, people would have him as the best safety in the class. John Mechie, John Michie. Bit of a stretch to take him in the second. Yeah, and he's basically going to be McCall Hardman. You hope. I think I think they'd hope he's like that. Uh, Christian Harris, linebacker from Bama. Not a bad pick in the third, actually. That's a pretty good pick. But that's one of those things. How well does it pan out? Oftentimes your Bama linebackers don't pan out because they're used to playing behind such a good D-line. Um, Damian Pierce, going to be the workhorse in Houston. Never had more than 100 carries at Florida. Now he's going to see probably a ton of carries in Houston, but uh, will will benefit. And uh, then, like, the last three of the class are kind of just like, we went off the board for this. Yeah. <laughs> Austin Duclos is the only name on there that I know he's an offensive tackle. I don't even know if he's going to have to, like, get the reps. Uh, Indy. Indy, Indy, Indy. First pick of the draft. Alec Pierce, wide receiver. Se- uh, third round, Jelani Woods, tight end. Third round, Bernard Raymond, Tackle, third round, Nick Cross, safety. Fifth round, Eric Johnson, D-tackle. Sixth round, Andrew Ogletree, tight end. Sixth round, Curtis Brooks, defensive tackle. And seventh round, Rodney Thomas II from Yale. I mean, you got yourself a guy you can just say, screw it, he's down there somewhere in Alec Pierce. So Alec Pierce can run your under routes and run that deep ball like Jordy Nelson. Yeah. That's a player that, that's a player that is immediately stepping in. I didn't even think of this. To be what T.Y. Hilton was. Yeah. Right, and he'll get better production... 
with a better quarterback. Um, obviously, I didn't. <clears throat> we weren't big fans of Desmond Ritter, um, and I think with now having what it's Matt Ryan there. Matt Ryan. Um, Matt Ryan's getting a young receiver, and he didn't really. I, he did have Calvin Ridley, but Calvin Ridley is more of the uh, like the number one receiver and a vertical receiver. On top of that, he's he's not going to burn your guy deep for it. He's going to win you a jump ball, and then right. there's not many yak there. Where now he's getting a guy who's going to do a little bit more underneath and probably up the seam. Um, Alec Pierce is going to see probably not year one, but maybe year two, year three, where he's going to be a real top production. I, I would I would call him a um, a Hunter Renfro 2.0 almost, but maybe not as um, – I think he's going to be faster than Hunter Renfro, but that's type of receiver. And they really needed a true number two because they lost uh, Pascal to uh... – what was it? Um, the Eagles. And then um, I do like the um, the J- Jelani Woods pick. I believe you, you Jelani could... Woods is going to have to learn, but yes, the, all because the they they the they, they, they lost Jack Doyle because he retired. Jack Doyle retired. So uh, I like the Bernard Raymond pick. I mean, all three of us thought he'd be a top half of the second round or first mm-hmm. round talent. Nick and then Cross, Nick Cross because they don't have Malik Hooker anymore, right? Correct. He is in Dallas. Yeah. Um, but I like their first four picks. The last four are going to be production. Let's hope they pan out. Mm-hmm. And he had a good top half of the draft for yeah. not even having a first-round pick. Uh, Jacksonville. Intriguing. Uh, the first-round pick makes everyone scratch your head, kind of. Trayvon Walker, Georgia. Uh, that's a hope and a dream. They had no idea what they wanted to do with the first pick. No, they're they're literally, and I heard this I so many they were times. hoping someone would give them the bank to trade trade up for it. I heard that they're hopeful that Trayvon Walker can be Micah Parsons. Hmm. Like, they want yeah. him to be that player. They want him to be able to do everything on the field, and that's all they care about. Uh, Devin Lloyd, though, linebacker. Great pick. Love yep. that pick. <clears throat> uh, Chad Muma, Wyoming. Great pick. Big issues here. You just threw a ton of money at uh, a Lacoye, I think it is, from from Atlanta last year, linebacker. Yeah. So you just had a ton of money in a linebacker and then drafted two in the ter- first three rounds. Okay. Uh... Center, Luke Fortner for Kentucky. Third pick, or th- first pick of the third round. Uh, Snoop Connor, Ole Miss running back. Gregory Jr., cornerback of Baptist. And Monteric Brown, cornerback from Arkansas. I don't know why they bothered going with another running back. I don't either. Um, Moom is a good pick. Lloyd's a good pick. You didn't probably need him, especially being two inside linebackers. Uh, Trevon Walker is going to play all over the field for you. Another linebacker. Luke Fortner, if you really had a problem with your center, that's probably the best pick you're going to have all day mm-hmm. is trying to help out your former first round pick and or first overall pick in Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and especially a lot of times because centers can also play guard, so if they need him to play guard, it's another possibility. Uh, Jaguars not a bad draft, but not a great draft. No, nothing, nothing franchise changing. Um, they're going to be picking in the top ten again. I mean. It takes at least, in my opinion, three years to fully. The Jaguars get have been team. picking in the top ten for a decade. I think we were back there no. back then. I think they, they twenty seventeen they drafted and twenty seven because they made it to the AFC Championship that year with Blake Bortles. Yeah, but before and then it was a one year production and they turned right. tore it all down. Uh, Kansas City next on the list: Trent McDuffie. They traded up for Trent McDuffie. They did. Trent, uh, that was the original New England pick. And yeah, it was no, Trent McDuffie was... instead. Uh... Pick 30 in the first round, George Karloftis, defensive end. Sky Moore, receiver, I like that second round. Brian Cook, safety, second round. Inside linebacker, Leo Chanel, third round. Cornerback, Joshua Fa- or Joshua Williams from Fayetteville State, fourth round. 
Darian Kennard, guard, fifth round. Jalen Watson, cornerback, seventh round. Running back Isaiah Pacheco, Rutgers, seventh round. And safety Naze Johnson, Marshall. Here's the thing. They went with three corners, and all three of them might actually get playing time this year. Yeah, yeah. and that Sky Moore pick, I like that pick for them because that kind of fills that spot of that slot receiver that they're going to be missing with Tyreek Hill going to Miami. Watson might be the lowest of these guys, but he's 6'2". Mm-hmm. You're going to teach him well. Joshua Williams is going to have to learn playing at Fayetteville State. That dude is six foot three at corner. You went and got Sky Moore, as you said, probably going to step in and might get reps over Ju- Juju at the slot. Very good undersize. They'll probably also play over... Uh, they still have Hardman, and they also got... Uh, who the heck's the other guy there? He's not good. It's Hardman... Or did Hardman leave? Demarcus Robinson? No. Um, it was... It's not Pringle. Pringle went to Chicago. No. Who the heck was... I did sign I'm, another guy. I'm I'm blanking on it. But, yeah, I, I think he'll immediately come in and play. Uh, Darius Kennard... Or Darian Kennard has a chance to get reps in the oh, um, interior. Get from Green Bay. Marquez Valdez-Scanling, yes. Um, Trent McDuffie. Very good pick. Oh, yeah. He's going to be more of a run-supporting corner, but he's got the, the ability... George Karloftis, defensive end out of Purdue. Not a bad pick. Power rusher. Kansas City had a good draft. And yeah. they signed Justin Ross. Yeah, they yeah, did. They Undrafted, they go get Justin Ross. They had two receivers in Moore and Ross, who most people had as a top three-round pick on both. Um, L.A. Chargers, next on the board. Zion Johnson, guard. Uh, J.T. Wood, safety Isaiah Spiller, running back. Otito Agbonio, defensive tackle. Jamari Salier, guard. Jasir Taylor, cornerback. De- er, Deanne Leonard, cornerback. Fullback Xander Horvath. Not the greatest class. No, I mean, other than Spiller. I mean, JT Woods will get some playing time, but they have like four starting safeties mm-hmm. there. They really like their, their secondary. Um, Zion Johnson will start. They yeah. needed help at guard. That's the best pick mm-hmm. for sure. By a long shot. I think uh, Spiller will get a lot of playing time, too, because I think they're going to try to not Limit use... what Austin yes. Ackler's doing as much to yes. so he stays healthier. Right. Um, and I think Otito Agbonio might get some reps, because I know they lost the D-tackle, but like, it's not the clash you expected them to walk away with. No. The Rams, pretty quick one. They don't have much here. Guard Logan Bruss out of Wisconsin. Uh, Jacoby Durant, cornerback out of South Carolina State. Kyron Williams, running back. They just keep drafting running backs in, in L.A. Uh, Quinton Lake, safety out of UCLA. Here's your boy, Gary. Darian Kendrick, cornerback out of Georgia. Yeah. Daniel Hardy, linebacker out of Montana State. Russ Yeast, like a yeast infection. <laughs> safety out of Kansas State. And offensive tackle, A.J. Akuri, Michigan State. Uh, I mean, to be fair, there's only like... Three picks that you really have to talk about. Logan Bruss is a decent player. Mm-hmm. It's a good draft when you traded all your picks away for a win-now situation. Yeah, Logan Bruss isn't the best player. Quentin Lake has a chance to get some reps, and he'll probably be a guy who sticks around the league a little. Darian Kendrick is the best thing they could have done. Mm-hmm. Six-round pick. You took a flyer on a kid who has oozing potential and talent, just needs to stay or stay out of trouble. Right. Um, but if he develops... He was... Top five corner talent, he was, comparable. He was, yeah, he was listed as top five corner talent with how good he was. Former cor- uh, receiver out of Clemson. So. Uh, the only thing I complain about is I'm surprised they waited so long to go tackle. With uh, I'm wondering if they, Whit- think Whit- they can... Whitworth was it? Yeah, retiring. I, I'm thinking they, they're thinking they can go with uh, Bruss and kick him to tackle. Okay, 
Um, but they also did have Whitworth went down and whoever they re-signed, I'm blanking on the kid's name, Footnote or something like that. He started games mm-hmm. over Whitworth, so they think that they're okay, and they're going to try that for the year, it sounds like. Uh, the Raiders didn't have a pick till the third round. Dylan Parham, former tight end converted to guard, goes in the third. Zamir White, Georgia running back in the fourth. Uh, LSU D-tackle Neil Farrell Jr. in the fourth. D-tackle Matthew Butler in the fifth. Tackle Thayer Munford, Ohio State in the seventh, and Britton Brown, UCLA. Uh, this is not a good class. No. Dylan Parham and Thayer Munford might be the only two that are worth anything in that class. What team was this? The Raiders. The Raiders. Oh, goodness. Well, I mean, they traded everything they way to go get Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, yeah. Uh, out of the next, Miami Dolphins. Oh, this will be quick. They only had four picks. Channing Tindall, linebacker, third. Channing Tatum, got it. Uh, Eric Azukanma. Receiver, fourth. Cameron Good, outside linebacker, seventh. And Skylar Thompson, quarterback in the seventh. Uh, Tyndale, another one of the three Georgia linebackers in the class. He's got a pedigree, but is he going to step up when he's not mm-hmm. on that Georgia defense? And uh, Azukanma, he really started coming on late. He's an old-school prototype running back. He's or receiver. He's 6'2", and he's fast as the wind. Yep, that but, vertical threat. I mean, you got all not those, a lovely draft. No, you it's, got all those receivers. It's but like almost a, a D plus C minus draft. But what you can, can you do with those, four picks? You can have all the receivers, but if you got um, a JP Lossman throwing to them, then. But what are you my do? favorite thing is ESPN had five needs for for the Dolphins, and in four picks they got one of five needs. They uh, are they're probably tied with New England for four out of four in the division, like for the draft. Yeah. I guess. I would, I would probably maybe give New England a better draft just because they got more picks. But uh, Minnesota Vikings, Lewis Signs, safety. Uh, Andrew Booth, second-round pick, cornerback. Ed Ingram, LSU guard, second-round pick. Linebacker Brian Asamoah, uh, third. Fourth round, Caleb Evans, cornerback. Minnesota finally got sick of losing in, by getting just thrown all over. They yeah. immediately addressed the secondary. Uh, that Booth pick is Asizi a good pick. Asizi Atomenwu. Defensive end out of Minnesota. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Ty Chandler, running back from North Carolina. Vidarian Lowe, offensive tackle, Illinois. Jalen Naylor, wide receiver, Miss State. And Nick Muse, South Carolina. I'll tell you this. They love their Clemson cornerbacks. Er, they do a lot. And I guess I don't hate the move to go Ty Chandler. We didn't even look at a tape on him. There just wasn't enough for us to look at. There was one year. Yeah. He would have been the guy to step in to replace Michael Carter and Javonta William. If you're gonna f- take a flyer, you might as well take it to the guy stuck behind two guys who got drafted last right. year. Right, and he'll if he's gonna play, he's probably gonna jump ahead of Mir Abdullah, and I possibly think... Kenny Nuangu. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lewis sign, good pick, very fast t- safety off that Georgia defense. Andrew Booth out of Clemson, rangy corner. Uh, Brian Asamoah, a nice linebacker to add. That might start taking away reps from Anthony Barr. Mm-hmm. Caleb Evans, that was one of my favorite late round or mid late round prospects in the class. Dude is 6'2". He can play. So, Minnesota, for not drafting very often, had a pretty damn good draft. Yeah, it was quiet, not noisy, but a solid draft. They had the 10th pick, or they had uh, the 12th pick originally. And by trading backwards, I believe they were able to... Minnesota fans were pissed. I saw But they were able to pick up another second and a first. Like, Minnesota did damn good in the draft. New England. Intriguing. Cole Strange, Chattanooga, Tennessee... First round, Taekwon Thornton, Baylor receiver. Second round, 
Marcus Jones, cornerback Houston, third round Jack Jones, cornerback Arizona State, fourth round Pierce Strong, running back South Dakota State, fourth round Bailey Zappi. I do like that pick. Western I Kentucky, really quarterback, fourth round Kevin Harris, South Carolina, running back, sixth round, another running back. Sam Roberts, defensive tackle, Northwest Missouri State. Guard, Chasen Hines and Andrew Stuber, guard, Michigan. Uh, I mean, with Strong and Thornton, they're going with speed there. Well, strong or strange, they're going with uh, with with strength. Thornton, yeah, he's fast. He was the fastest receiver in the class, but he had no measurables on tape. I That's mean, literally look that at, is the Jerry Jones pick. Look at like look at John Ross. Yes. It's almost the same thing. Um, Marcus Jones, a kid who has higher upside than believed, just because he didn't have a lot to play at. Pierre Strong, great player, terrible fit. Why do you add him to a running back stable? It's a crowded, six unless they're going to have him punt return. Because I, I do think he punt return. He did. He did a little bit of everything there. One of my favorite pick, picks. Those guys that can be the gadget guys. One of my favorite picks is Bailey Zappi. Yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorite picks for them. He fits that system. He's very similar. Although he'll never play. Yeah, but I mean, if Mac Jones struggles or gets hurt, he fits that identical. Mm-hmm. He's not going to stop it. He's the exact same thing that that Bill did for years with Matt Castle and Brian, Brian Hoyer. Yeah. He's similar enough to what Tom Brady was there. Yeah. He's similar enough to Mac yeah. Jones where you can teach him this and you're not going to skip a beat by, by having to change it over. Um, the New Orleans Saints. They knew what they wanted and they got it done. Five total picks. Chris Olave, first round 11th. Trevor Penning, first round 19th. Alante Taylor, cornerback, Tennessee, second round 17th pick. DeMarco Jackson, inside linebacker, Appalachian. And Jordan Jackson, Air Force, D-tackle. Chris Olave is identical to Michael Thomas, but he was such he's such a clean, crisp route. Yep, runner. smooth routes, really. Like Dude, I don't care who smooth. you are. If Michael Thomas is running routes on you and Chris Olave is in the other side running routes, good luck. Good luck. Yeah, gonna Someone's going to stay open. Uh, Trevor Tat- Penning, big nasty dude in the run game. Lante Taylor is going to have to learn, but just off his first two picks, I'm happy. I think New Orleans gets a gets a B plus easily. Yeah. If Jameis can get him the ball, then we'll have a solid offense. Yeah. The Giants, all over the board. Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal. Smart move. Giants mm-hmm. fans were livid about Kayvon Thibodeau. They wanted a, a tackle until they realized that no matter what, they were going to get a tackle. Uh, Evan Neal falls to seven. I had him in most situations as the first player on my draft board. Um, You got Thibodeau, or Thibodeau Neal. You got Wondell Robinson in the second. I'm still not understanding that pick. Yeah, that's a weird one because you and I were talking on air. Maybe this uh, Kadarius Tony replacement, but then now Tony's showing up. To, Tony went. Tony went to camp. Tony got the playbook, and they think everything's being patched up. But it's the playbook on the plane. No, no, that's Kyrie Lamb. Uh, Joshua Aziudu, uh, guard from North Carolina. Cordell Flott, cornerback out of LSU. Tight end Daniel Bellinger out of San Diego State. An interesting name to watch. Safety Dane Melton. Micah McFadden, linebacker, DJ Davidson, D-tackle, Marcus McKeithen, offensive guard, and Darian Beavers from Cincinnati in the sixth round. So they they have a whole bunch of talent that can pan out, but they also mm. have head scratchers. I, right. I, I would not have believed in Wondell Robinson. They said on the draft coverage, I think Wondell Robinson's going to fill the exact role Cole Beasley filled mm-hmm. in that offense. I just I don't see it. He's not that guy. No, I you're not that guy. Pal. You're not that guy. And I really am surprised that they didn't go quarterback at some point either, just because 
they didn't pick up his fifth year option in Danny Jones, Daniel Jones, which I that tells me that they don't believe in him. Yep. Um, and you don't go out and get a, a guy maybe this year. Make tells me that they're thinking they're going to be picking in the top ten again next year. Uh, I'll tell you this: I like Evan Neal. I like Daniel Bellinger. I like Darren Beavers. Uh, I think Kevon Thibodeau has a lot he has to prove. But the rest of this draft class is kind of a head scratcher. Cordell Flop probably was a draft a little higher than expected. I'd be pissed if I were Saquon. Yeah, you're I, kind of wasting my years here. I mean, you at least one got to have a deal to help protect for him. Um, you, here's here's the thing: two of your first three or two of your first four picks are offensive linemen. They're doing their damnedest to be able to keep Saquon standing. Um, and I believe Daniel Bellinger was a better blocker. That Evan Ingram ever was. So at least you got a blocking tight end kind of who can catch as well. But yeah, it's not pretty. The Jets, on the other hand. Who went and taught them how to draft? The Jets might have had the best draft in the Jets whole. had one of the top four best drafts, that's for damn sure. Sauce Gardner, first round, fourth pick. Garrett Wilson, not a giant fan of him. But, there's but you're getting no, a top. There's no dispute that he's still a top five yeah. draft talent at receiver. Jermaine Johnson out of uh, Florida State. Was the clear cut number three at edge, and they got him at twenty six. Brees Hall fourth round or fourth fourth overall pick in the second. Jeremy Ruckard in the third. Max Mitchell in the fourth. Michael Clemens defensive or defensive end in the fourth. That's it. They didn't have another draft pick after the fourth round, mm-hmm. and they still they got a pretty good grade. They nailed showed it. out. And that Brees Hall pick, I was a little upset because it looked like he was going to fall to us. I think all the Bills fans were. Brees Hall is going to be the, the bell cow, and Michael Carter should be the change pace now. Mm-hmm. Um, Ahmad Sauce Gardner, the amount of people I know that were pissed at him. Oh, he looks cocky. He's not going to do well. Oh, he said he can cover Stephon Diggs because he probably can. Mm-hmm. I'm a Bills fan. I'm okay with that. That dude knows how to play football. That, yeah. ain't, no, that ain't no just, oh, he's cocky. No, he's good. Um, Worth that first overall the, pick. The thing is, though, you got to look at it. Steph Diggs probably has a good four years left of being elite. So he's by the time Sauce Gardner is in his prime is when you see Steph Diggs out of his prime. I think, but the, I guess my thing is I think year two, Sauce will be able to clamp. I will say that. I think I think he's got the ability and size that he'll have no problem right. adjusting in the league. Uh, Max Mitchell, an underrated thing though. That dude is huge. That dude is 6'6". He played nasty for the Raging Cajuns. Wouldn't shock me to see him step in and actually get some reps there. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, the other team that had a really good draft. Uh, they trade up in the first round. They get Jordan Davis. They trade their second first round pick for A.J. Brown. They go get Cameron Jurgen, center out of Nebraska. They get N'Kobe Dean, who's mm-hmm. plummeting down the draft boards due to a medical recheck. Kyron Johnson, linebacker out of Kansas. And Grant Calcaterra, tight end out of SMU. I don't care about the sixth rounders. Sorry, Grant Calcaterra and Kyron Johnson. Nicobe Dean in the third is an absolute steal. Jordan Davis to fill and plug that gap of what you needed and knowing damn well mm-hmm. what you were doing, leapfrogging to 13 to go steal him from the Ravens. Yep. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Cam Jurgen, top two center in the draft class. You got to win there. And you went and got a starting receiver in A.J. Brown with that additional pick. Philadelphia had an A plus draft in my book. Pittsburgh, interesting uh, theories. Interesting. Kenny Pickett, first round. George Pickens, second round. That's a little weird. Gary, you put it best. You're measured with Chase Claypool, and they have Chase Claypool. Yeah. DeMarvin Leal, defensive end. I liked that pick. That kid had a lot of talent and slipped on some uh, some bad combine scoring. Calvin Austin in the fourth. 
Calvin Austin, to me, is a better fit for Pittsburgh than George Pickens. Calvin Austin reminds me of what Juju... What Juju and Ray Ray, Ray McLeod, if you combine the two together, would have been. Mm-hmm. To go to Pittsburgh, where they lost both those guys, that's the player you want. Unfortunately... I think they're going to go through some... Kenny Pickett's going to be fine, but he's going to go through some growing pains, I oh, think, for sure. originally. Naturally. And Pittsburgh's... I think a lot of Pittsburgh fans are not going to be willing to understand that, and the you're going to see a lot of that. people say, oh, Kenny Pickett sucks. The Pittsburgh... They're going to jump the bandwagon very quickly. Pittsburgh went to uh, get... I feel like this was a bit of a, a reach. They added a, a fullback in the sixth round because it's Casey Hayward's brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Mark Robinson, linebacker from Ole Miss, and they drafted another quarterback in Chris Aladokin. The South Dakota State in the seventh. Pittsburgh did okay. They're going to miss the playoffs this year. Yes, they did okay. They're going to have growing pains. You said. I think Kenny Pickett deserves to be that guy. He was. I we thought through the whole process. Story for him. He was a top two quarterback in the whole class. So all the quarterbacks fell. We got five teams left here, and then we'll uh, call well, for this episode. Pickett landed right about where I thought he was going to. Yeah, uh, Seattle. I'm going to go without even having to say anything here. They have the worst draft class of anybody I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles Cross, not a bad pick. Offensive tackle, maybe a little high on him at nine. Boye Mafe, edge rusher, not a bad pick, but like they have so many other needs. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker, just why? Why? You have two running backs already. You've got two of three running backs. They still have Chris Carson under contract, who's mm-hmm. making $6 million. They re-signed Rashad Penny, who's making $4 million. You have $10 million tied up, and then you just had a second-round pick. Stupid GM moves. Offensive tackle Abraham Lucas, big boy from uh, Washington State. Cornerback Kobe Bryant. That's uh, Jason's boy. Cornerback Tariq Woolen. I do like the Tariq Woolen pick. Yeah. Uh, defensive end Tariq Smith out of Ohio State. Receiver Bo Melton out of Rutgers. And Tariq Young. Receiver out of Lenore Ryan. Dude, the middle, the mid-round three to five might save this class down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tariq Woolen, I think, will be a very good player still in the pros, and I believe Kobe Bryant will as well. But, like, uh, dude, Boye Mafe is still a little bit early there. Ken or Kenneth Walker, the, the third, where he was taken, like, uh, dude, he, he's not even going to get reps. Right. I'm giving them, like, a D. It's not a good class. Mm-mm. The Niners, this will be quick, I believe. Niners actually had a lot of picks. Holy crap. Uh, Drake Jackson, Edge, USC, Tyrion Davis Price, running back, LSU. We had no clue who that guy was when he got drafted. <laughs> Danny Gray, receiver, uh, SMU. Spencer Burford, UTSA. Go meet Meeps. Yep. Uh, Samuel Womack, Toledo, cornerback. Uh, Nick Zakelge, offensive tackle, Fordham. Defensive tackle, Kalia Davis. UCF, Tariq Castro-Fields, Penn State, cornerback. Uh, Brock Purdy, Iowa State, quarterback. He was Mr. Relevant. I mean, the team that did... a trip to Disney, you know that? Who did? Mr. Relevant. Dude, oh, yeah, they get a They get, a ton they get of like, things. a parade and everything. They get a parade. They get a trip get, to Disney. They get a... Uh, what do they call it? it was, I can't remember what the name of it was. It's a reverse Heisman trophy of a guy fumbling a football. They actually do. <laughs> well, Brock Purdy might be one of the most uh, who-cares-Mr. ever. Um... Not a bad class for a team or for a team that went pretty far in the playoffs, but like they have other things they need to worry about first. I like the Spencer Burford pick. Uh, Danny Gray's interesting. Danny Gray kind of reminded me of Cole Beasley. I think it's also because he was from SMU. Um, Drake Jackson should learn. He doesn't have far to move. On to Tampa though. Tampa first oh, first pick of the draft is the second round. Lou, Logan Hall, defensive end. 
He slipped. It was best available. Not a bad pick. Luke Godecki from Central Michigan, second round. Rashad White, running back from Arizona. I like him as his fit there. Add him and Leonard Fournette. Someone's mm-hmm. got to run the ball. Kate, Kate Otten, Washington. That's their immediate uh, step up for if Gronk doesn't return. Yeah, if Gronk doesn't come back or not. He's coming Jake back. Jake Camarda, punter from Georgia. Zion McCollum, cornerback, Sam Houston. Koa Keefe, tight end, Minnesota. And Andre Anthony, defensive end, LSU. Uh, I mean, for the fact that you don't really want to blow Tampa, Logan Hall's a good pick. Yeah. Luke Godecki's a good pick. Rashad White's a good pick. Kate Oten's a good pick. Zion McCollum's one of the most intriguing picks in the draft. He had the highest ever RAS scoring for a cornerback at a perfect 10. He's like 6'2". He's faster than hell. Uh, Tampa had a solid draft here. Yeah, I do like Tampa's draft. Um, we knew that they needed a couple uh, spots to be filled with a couple of retirements going on, and they got a running back. They didn't really uh, have a, a, I would say, number one running back. We thought Rojo was the guy, not really. Um, they Did they resign Fournette? Yes, yes. Um, but now they uh, they got another guy, so I do like their draft. Um, anything you got, Jason? Um, not for them, really. That's just we talked about everything. Alrighty. Uh, Tennessee, Tennessee picking up a and a a first round pick out of the deal uh, from Philadelphia. They get Traylon Burks, basically the same receiver as AJ Brown, just gonna be long term under a cheaper deal, and uh, probably a year or two away from being what AJ Brown was. Cornerback Roger McCreary after trading back, he's their second round pick. Offensive tackle Nicholas Petit Freer. Third round, Malik Willis, quarterback. I don't think I need to um, mentor him. Yeah, you probably don't have to. It's probably fine. Uh, But uh, Malik Willis, he's going to immediately push Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I think that's why he's a little salty and a little mad about that pick because they didn't tell him they were going to get a quarterback and they went and got Malik Willis, who's going to eventually take that starting job from Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, Uh, this is one that really intrigued me. Running back Hassan Haskins. He's the same running back. I think they saw the difference in running back play when Derrick Henry was out. So they're like, He's hey. the identical you... running back to Derrick Henry, though. He's just a, bowl, a human bowling ball. Uh, Chigazim Akwanko, tight end. He goes in the fourth round. Kyle Phillips, wide receiver to uh, UCLA. Fifth round. Theo Jackson, safety, Tennessee in the sixth. And Chance Campbell, inside linebacker in the sixth as well. Not a bad draft. I like the Wills pick up in the third. I, li- I actually kind of like Kyle Phillips there. They've mm-hmm. struggled to have receivers in Tennessee. You see, they got a first-round pick out of their third-round pick. Malik Willis should have went in the first round. Yes. So, so technically, Roger McCurry, yes, you traded down. You could consider they traded out of the first once. Yes, they traded and swapped out a pick in getting Traylon Burks. But then you also tr- technically get a first-round pick in Malik Willis. So... Tennessee did very well with this draft. And then they're filling that um, offensive tackle spot they lost with that uh, one, another third-round pick. Yeah, Nicholas Petit, or Petit Freer. The other thing, uh, Chiga Quanquo from uh, Maryland is a very athletic tight end. And to be fair, they had Anthony Ferksker and uh, Jeff Swain there last year, who are six foot seven giants at tight end, who couldn't catch a pass if their life depended on it. Aquanquo might fit in very well and fill that void that... Uh, Janu Smith had. And the last team we're going to discuss, the Washington football team here. 
Uh, Jahan Dotson, pick or round one, pick sixteen. I don't understand it. Fedarian Mathis, defensive tackle, also don't understand it. Running back Brian Robinson Jr. from Bama, still don't understand it. Uh, Percy Butler, safety from Louisiana. Sam Howell, running back or quarterback, North Carolina. Tight end Cole Turner, Nevada. Chris Paul, I believe he plays for the uh, Phoenix Suns. And Christian Holmes, cornerback, Oklahoma State. Here's the thing. They draft Jahan Dotson. He does the exact same thing that Terry McLaren does. Yep. He's the same player. Yep. They draft Fedarian Mathis, defensive tackle, after having one of the strongest defensive line rotations in the league. They draft Brian Robinson, who might have been one of the worst running backs we've ever watched tape on. Cool, you got Sam Howell. He could have been a second-round pick. We love Cole Turner, but, like, what the hell were you guys doing? <sighs> struggle bus, man. Struggle bus. Anything you guys got to say on that one? or No, it's, I like that. I mean, I do like the Sam Howell pick for them because it's just a quarterback that can definitely back up better than Heineke. <clears throat> Heineke, in my opinion. Gary? Yeah, um, I do like the Sam Howell pick. I think he could end up becoming the starter. Do they, they, and they did take another running back, of course. Yeah, Brian Robinson, which we didn't like. No, we we saw, so many times we watch that dude just run into blockers. But guys, I think that'll do it for this episode. Uh, stick with us for Friday. We will be discussing uh, that Friday. Will be very quick. We we ran very over on today. Uh, we're gonna have about a third of this episode for Friday. Mm-hmm. Where we'll discuss free agency. But guys, thank you, thank you, thank you. Shout out to our sponsors, Kyle at Chicken Dippin', Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo, and Charlie at Renegade Studios. And until next time, you guys keep looking for those fantasy beasts, and we will show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.